0: to get the weekend party started this is easy talk live featuring your host eric easy zuli this is the place to be if you're all about promotion celebrities and social media we'll hook it all up for you with fun facts and fascinating talk now here's your host and the main man eric easy zuli
1: All right, right, all right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? Easy talk live on Voice of America World Talk. Ready. The easy man doing it the easy way here every day, and I hope you guys are ready. So, I I got a question, you guys. I I, I got a question, all right. And I I just thought I'd I'd just play around and do something a little different. You know, you guys are welcome to bob your head with me if you want. We're gonna have a great time today on today's show. So, as you're listening, as you're commenting, whatever you're doing, check it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? Voice America World Talk Radio. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? It's just easy. Are you ready to go? Come on, are you ready? are you ready? Are you ready? Voice America, World Talk Radio. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm easy, yeah, and I'm ready to go. I got a question. It's a rap session. Are you ready? Come on, everybody, keep it steady. Oh, my God, we got such a good guest. Oh, people think that he's the best. Now, you know I'm going to spit quick with my lips because you know I'm gifted, swift, and we got Brian Smith, and he's on it. I'm going to be on it. You guys ready? Are you ready? Now, here we go. Voice America. It's the Best show that you're gonna listen to And you know what? I'm gonna leave you guys with Deja vu, because you know, man, come on I just do what I do, cause you guys Are on Facebook and you post, and I'll Just be the guy, and I'll be the host I hope you guys are ready, because we're gonna have a lot of fun, man, we keep it just hot Like the sun, oh, so much fun on the Radio, alright, now, I guess I'll start Being a host, here we go, alright guys, are you ready Are right, we can turn that... Myself. You know, I don't know if you guys know, but I used to do that a long time ago. But guys, we got an amazing show today. Amazing show. I got a good friend of mine, and I actually met him at the Los Angeles Convention Center. And this guy is the host with the most, uh, and he's the speaker of all speakers. And he actually, can you believe it? This guy founded one of the biggest iconic brands, Ugg. Boots, okay, UGG boots. Brian Smith is going to be coming on the show here, and uh, so I'm going to give you guys some news, some uh, some reviews, some you know, like we do the interviews. We have. A couple really cool events, and you guys can go to easywaymobile.com if you want to know more information. Uh, but if you go to easywaymobile.com, click on events. This is some of the events that are coming up if you guys are in the Los Angeles area. So we have the Fashion Conscious Magazine event happening at the uh, W Hotel tomorrow. Hit up my girl Valeria. Tell him Easy sent you. Uh, Kiss the Monkeys on May 27th. Kiss the Monkeys Golden Gala. It's a private Beverly Hills mansion event. There's like over 600. People that are RSVP'd on this thing. It's going to be incredible. Massive celebrities and fashion. And shout outs to Al Harris and, uh, of course, Raquel Sanchez doing their thing. Then we have the Jade Marlin event coming up on uh, June 10th at the uh, Universal Hilton. And Easy Way will be in the house. They're covering, and I will be walking the carpet. And Jade Marlin is amazing, amazing, amazing designer. And then we have the Spirit Summit coming up, guys. The Spirit Summit on June 17th. I will be running my own panel. And I have some very special guests, very amazing guests that will be on this panel. Believe me, you're not going to want to miss it. And if you guys want to win tickets to come to this event, all you need to do is text in to Easy Way, letter E, letter Z, W A Y, to the number 21777. Oh, wait, no. We made it easier. It's five five six seven eight. Text Easy Way to five five six seven eight, and then you can win because uh, we're doing the ticket, the special contest thing. So it's Easy Way to five five six seven eight. Got to remember that. Um, so yeah, there's lots of great things happening to Easy Way guys. Go to Easy Way Tube. Make your channel. Create your channel. We're up to seventy five channels now. Seventy five channels of people that are that are making headway, making it happen. And and Easy Way Tube is is a content uh, distribution. And housing platform that's really uh, making it happen. It's it's actually working. Like what we're trying to do is connect people to good situations, and then keep records of how Easy Way's helping that. And it's actually working. People are connecting to other good channels on there. We got labels, we got massive companies. uh, We have uh, movie companies, film companies. We have uh, comedy people and speakers and influencers. It's crazy. Speaking of influencers, man, we're gonna have Jeff Spinard coming on the show a little bit later on, and he's the CEO and founder of Voice America. Jeff's my man, my friend, my you know, my brother from another mother, and and I am actually a partner on this influencers channel. So we're gonna talk about how awesome this influencers channel is, the momentum that's happening, who's involved with it, and how you guys can get involved and have your own radio show and be an influencer and do it the easy way. It's gonna be a lot a lot of fun. We have Summer Helene coming on. It's gonna be the dark side of Hollywood. She's always giving you the I mean, it's not really the too dark, but it's pretty dark. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be after the commercial. And uh, then we have our Easy Way Fam Spotlight guest. Uh, congratulations to Jason Span for winning that. We're going to bring him on to be listened to on the air and promote himself a little bit. Because, guys, we want to give back to those of you that support us on social media that give us engagement. And that's what it's all about is engagement. So we want to definitely, definitely give back with that. Guys, if you want to know more about me, you can go to ericazuli.com and that is my site. Easywaymedia.com is the network. We're making it happen. We're making it happen, Cap'n. Hopefully you, got, you guys like that wrapping because, you know, I just wanted to have you guys have satisfaction as you are listening to this show today. And, uh, I don't know, I just thought I'd play and do something fun. So, if you like the the, the new style, if you like anything, I want to hear from you guys. Email us at easytalklive at gmail.com. Easytalklive at gmail.com. By the way, shout outs to all the people that have emailed us in, have emailed in, wanting to be on the show. We are booked until pretty much the end of July, but now that we have two hours, we might be able to do something. Thank you to Voice America. We have two hours now on uh, Voice America Easy Talk Live. That's how we do it. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break here, and when we come back, man, we're going to have Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, telling us his story of how he made such an iconic brand and how you, you know, it's really about how you develop a team, and I'm a branding guy myself, so this is going to be interesting. We'll be right back.
0: Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clements. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety.
4: Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you?
5: I am. <laughs> I have you, a, you, a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin.
4: If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep watching the skies. That's every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now.
3: 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're tuned in to Easy Talk Live. To get in touch with the show, call us now at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Also, drop Easy an email at EasyTalkLive at gmail.com. Now, back to Easy Talk Live.
1: Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? That kind of sticks in your head. I'm going to write that as a song. That was a total freestyle, by the way, guys. So check it out, man. We are excited. Uh, we got that, that, that little voice that you just heard right there. Let me tell you who that is. That is Brian Smith, founder of the world-famous UGG Australia brand. And Brian came to California looking for the next big opportunity to bring back to Australia. While studying at UCLA Graduate School of Management, he observed that uh, there was no sheepskin footwear in the U.S. With only 500 in capital, he imported boot samples and over the next 17 years built an UGG Australia brand into a multi-million dollar international enterprise. And he sold in 1995 and the brand has continued to grow to exceed a billion dollars in annual sales for the past three years. Wow. Wow, that's all I got to say. Brian is one of the most sought-after international business leaders in the country today. He committed to teaching entrepreneurs how to leverage their most precious assets from within, and to recognize and pursue their passions to create a fulfilling and successful life. Brian has authored the book The Birth of a Brand, launching your entrepreneur passion and soul. is a th- uh, It's a thought off. He's a keynote speaker. I mean, let's just go into it. He mentors small businesses. He's the man. Without further ado, he's doing it the easy way. Welcome to the show, Brian Smith. Hey Eric, how you doing buddy? Hey brother, I'm doing good. Thank you for your time and thank you for coming on. I know my, my fans and my listeners and everybody appreciate this. This is going to be a really, really fun interview. I'm ready to pick your brain I hope you're ready to get picked.
6: <laughs> yep, it's a beautiful California day, so let's go for it.
1: All right. All right. Well, I mean, I know everybody, I mean, you've been so successful and you've had such a successful brand and, and, and you've had so many followers, you spoke on so many stages, you know, obviously people want to know how you've done it. You know, I'd love to hear your story. You know, how did you create, what, what, how did it, how did it all happen?
6: Well, I came here looking for a brand to take back to Australia, as you said, and I was an accountant down there and I hated it. And I I quit the same day I graduated and uh, I was, here about three or four months, and realised that oh my god, there's no sheepskin boots here. So instead of taking something back to Australia, I, I, you know, imported some samples and and started going on the road trying to sell sheepskin boots. Thinking I, yeah, you know, and the the reason I was so into it at the time was that one in two Australians seemed to have some sort of sheepskin footwear, and I thought it would be an instant transition to America. So I uh, ended up buying 500 pairs and then went out on the road selling and and all the shoe stores just shut me down saying, you know, sheepskin in California, you're crazy, you know, but I knew that the California climate is exactly the same as America or California, you know, California and Australia are the same. And so I, after getting shut out by the shoe stores, I thought, well, wait a minute, all the all my buddies who are surfers uh, think they're pretty good boots, and, and I realised that all the California surfers who'd been down to Australia had brought some back to their buddies. So, in that market, there was a general awareness. So we started going to surf shops. But my first year's sale was 28 pairs. You can imagine. You can imagine what a disappointment <laughs> that was, and I realised that. You know, Americans just don't get sheepskin like Australians do. You know, we, we know that it's real rugged, and you can't tear it. And if it, if it gets dirty, you wash it. And it, you know, you can't sweat in it because it breathes. But Americans thought, oh, it's it's hot and prickly and delicate. You can't get mud or slush on it. And so it was a it was a huge um, education program I had to go into, and and I realised that you know. Over the years I've watched different products start and entrepreneurs start and one of the key ingredients for every entrepreneur is that you have to have some level of ignorance because if you knew all the obstacles that were coming up you'd never start it's like having a baby you know you 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 just you just probably wouldn't start if you really thought it through
1: mm-hmm. so and the na- then the name ug i mean how did that come about? I mean, did you get bumped in the head, go, ugh? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> where did, why? <laughs> no, why there, uh, there's,
6: a, there's a couple of, well, in, in Australia, the name just evolved to mean Sheepskin Boots, and uh, there's a couple of old guys down there think they invented it, but nobody has any record of claiming the name, and uh, when I came over here, nobody had heard of it, so I just registered the name UGG. And and then I started building a brand around those those three letters, which was the, you know, registering the mark was the the, the sort of core
1: of the business. And, and and so so you now this is where I really want to get into the nitty gritty on on branding because I'm a branding guy myself, mainly on, online. Okay. But when you said you when you said you started building the brand around the UGG, can you talk more detail? Like what do you mean? How did sure. how how did yeah? Sure.
6: Well, it, it was a process. The, the first year was 28 pairs, right? So I, I just, you know, most people would have given up then, but I was just, you know, on fire for how good the product was. So I started selling at swap meets and flea markets and street fairs, but mostly I after I'd go surfing up at Malibu, I, I had a full range of product in the back of my van and I would start selling out of the back of the van and, and the word of mouth, because everybody who tried to pair on was just raving about them to their friends. So I had a really good little retail operation going in the parking lot at Malibu Beach. And, but the first year's sales were about you know, 5000 know after that. And then, so I decided I'm going to start advertising and, and building an image. And so I hired these really good-looking models and, and a photographer and posed them on the beach at Sea here in San Diego.
1: And, oh, by the way, uh, by the way, by the way, Brian. On behalf of all men and all women, I have to say thank you. By the way, because oh my gosh, those girls look very nice in those Ugg uh, boots, and I see a lot, cool. a lot of them rocking your boots.
6: <laughs> cool, yeah, well, it started out with young surfers, guys. You know, well, you know, the, these these images, and and you know, the sales that that first year uh, with the, with the advertising was about twenty thousand, and. So I got better-looking models the next year, and more expensive photographer, and I put them on the beach again with perfect hair and perfect clothes, and you know, sunny, sunny outlook, and sales went to about twenty-five thousand. And I couldn't realize what I'm doing wrong because I it should have been way much more than that. Mm -hmm. And I was having a beer with one of my surf retailers uh, in San Diego, and. And he just said, oh, shut up, Brian. And he calls out the back to all these young kids in the back room and these little grommets come out and he says, what do you guys think of Uggs? And they, every one of them just went, oh, those Uggs, man, they're so fake. Have you seen those mm-hmm. ads? Those models, they can't surf. And mm. instantly I realized I'm sending the wrong message to the target market, you know?
2: Yeah, so yeah. So
6: being, being an entrepreneur, I pivoted and, and called a buddy of mine who, who was running this Uh, scholastic surf team up in Orange County and I said Pete you got any young kids that are going to turn pro soon because I can't really afford anybody but um, he gave me Mike Parsons and Ted Robinson uh, who were just turning pro so instead of hiring an expensive photographer I just took my little Canon Sure shot and we went surfing at Black's Beach down here in La Jolla and Trestles up in San Onofre And, and these are iconic surf walks you know it's about a mile to get to the beach and another mile back obviously and mm-hmm. I just started taking some photos of these kids. And when I ran the ads that November, you know, October, November for the fall season, the sales went to to uh, two hundred thousand dollars.
7: Wow! And
6: yeah. and it, I realized, and that was the beginning of me understanding advertising and marketing. Even though I studied the courses at college, you know, you, you know UCLA. It was never taught that you know that the essence of a good ad is to make the readers want to be in the ad. And mm. these shots that I took of these guys walking to the beach and back was like every little kid who surfs and read that magazine would just die to be in that photograph, you know, walking to Trestles with Mike Parsons. You know, that was like so emotional. And that's why the sales went that fast. And so... It, it became then my passion to study marketing and advertising and it was because of that one event that I was able to duplicate that in snowboarding and and skiing and then when I got back to East, you know, I, I realized nobody reads a surf magazine in Minnesota. So I found out all the kids play hockey, you know, in the rinks in the wintertime. So I started doing the same methodology by, by hiring some, you know, really cool Skaters that, that all these kids wanted to be with, and that was the, really the beginning of the building of the brand. Because
2: mm. your
6: brand isn't it, your brand's not your logo, and it's not the product, and it's not your trademark. The brand is what readers think of, of you know, consumers think of how they you know they want to be part of your brand. And when I figured that out, then that became my passion, and I turned out to be really, really good at it. And over the years, that's what developed the, the, the brand that's, you know, gone international into the billions now.
1: Well, I, I think I, I have to disagree with you somewhat. I think that the the brand does start with the look, the feel, the color scheme. I mean, you have to have that, that look that, that instantaneously hits you. It's mainstream. It's catchy. You know, I mean, the look, the graphics, I think, really is where it kind of, it kind of starts. And then... You have to build a lot, of around, a lot around it, around the brand. And then you, I, I think, and I'm going to ask you the, what you think about actually what branding really is, but I think when you create, like you created a niche. I mean, as I'm listening to your story, I'm hearing people uh, saying, uh, you know, Ugg, oh, those Uggs are so, whatever you said, but, but you, know, you it, it sounded like to me as you were developing this, that niche happened, like it kind of happened on its own. And I think when you, when you brand properly, that's what kind of happens. You, you know, like, I'll give you, for instance, uh, then this may not be your, um, your music or your type, type of thing, but I, I like rap. I, I like hip hop and, and Little John. Right. I, I use Little John a lot when, when I talk about branding because Little John, as an artist, was Little John. I mean, he looked like a lot of, a lot of the other artists, he but, but he had a different sound to him. And then he started going,
2: Yeah,
1: what? okay, and then everybody started catching on to it. They started wanting to follow it. They started wanting to do it. And I think when you start getting people to want to do it and want to follow it and want to copy it, that's when it becomes a brand. What do you think?
6: Well, the uh, the fir- I'll just say this. The first ad I ran that l- took it through the roof um, was a photograph, and then the, the words were black, uh, yeah, black speech, 6 a.m., wave, six foot and perfect. That was the only copy on the ad, the full-page ad. And mm. the boots were, like, so small in the photographs that I wasn't even advertising the boots. But the image itself was so powerful that every kid wanted to be in it. So I agree that good graphics will really enhance an ad, but it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the feeling that you put into it. it, it, yeah. it, it it's the feeling that, that, that the image shows. Is really what's the driver. And uh, you'll notice with the car companies, you know, they have these cool Lexuses or Mercedes Fahrenheit. You never see anybody driving them because they, you know, they, those, are, those guys are masters. They want you to feel like you're in the ad, they, they don't want anybody else in the driver's seat. They want you in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. that image is really powerful uh, despite the graphics, you know. You're right when, when you have you know, your, your rapid example. Uh, you the, the key to, you know, being a crowded market is standing out. And little John obviously did that. You gave a great example. And mm-hmm. what, what I had to do was make Ugg stand out from all the other footwear that was in the marketplace. You know, there was bands and all these skate shoes and, and Nike was really big. Reebok was really big. But I had to create an image that was just sheepskin boots, and it was just like I wanted people to to feel how good these Uggs were, even be, you know, when I, just from the ads.
1: Yeah, they just they just look comfortable, and, and I can I can see that too. Like looking at you, uh, like looking at the ad that's on EricZuli.com uh, forward slash shows. You, you have this elderly gentleman holding the sheepskin boot. And it's right. and, and, and <laughs> it draws you in. It's like what and and the I mean the boots really they just look so comfortable and they look like they look like a snow boot but they're actually a regular boot that you can wear, you know, every day on on regular. Yeah, I, mean, it,
6: I had I had a ton of resistance to the look because you know that was back when shoes were pretty sleek and and these things look big and bulky, and I got a lot of lot of flack, you know, about oh that's so ugly. Is that that's how the name was called Ugg, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, it really was its own thing, you know, and, and what I had to do was embrace the difference from everybody else. And I've got this mantra that, you know, for entrepreneurs that, that you just have to figure out what you can do better than anybody else and then do it. So you might come into a really crowded internet space. And everyone's doing the same thing, advertising the same products, using the same tricks that they learn in all these seminars. But if you can figure out a way to stand out from all the pack, then that's where the success lies. So it's, mm-hmm. it's easier said than done. But but what I had to do was separate myself from all those other sheepskin footwear, not just footwear in general, because there wasn't wasn't any competitors when I first started out. But I had to separate myself and. And make a brand of what was different, not try and copy everybody else.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then that I think you hit the nail right, right on the head. And and, and like you said, it, it, there's a lot more that goes into doing that. And, and there's a lot of time, money, resources, sweat equity that that goes into making. Uh, I, I think the more you put around a brand that that is some like if you're dealing with with something that's that's a high end brand already, it's already established. And then you you take a brand. And you attach it to that other brand, brand as you know, in, in clever ways. The more that other, that first original brand is going to start growing with those other bigger brands. Would you agree?
6: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what. That's one of the bigger things that that we do. And so, you know, from one one branding expert to another, I definitely commend you on what 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 you're doing. And and, and so let's 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 flip this a little bit. Let's go to your uh, your book. You have a a, a book that you've uh, put out that kind of teaches people about branding. Uh, you want to talk a little bit, bit about mm-hmm. your book?
6: Yeah, yeah, it's called the Birth of a Brand, and you can get it on Amazon. And ba- it's it's more than just branding; it's uh, it's all the secrets I learned about being an entrepreneur, and it's like a roadmap for entrepreneurs starting out or even you know, early stage businesses. Because there's a lot of spirituality and a lot of philosophy in there that I learned along the way. Because no business just starts out in one bottom left corner and go straight to the top right-hand corner. You know, mm-hmm. you, you cruise along for a while and you hit an obstacle and you've got a choice. You can either give up or you can figure out how to overcome the obstacle. And if you overcome it, then you're up on the next plateau and then you'll go flat, flat, flat until you hit the next obstacle. You have another choice, give up or overcome. And so, so business is like a whole series of overcoming obstacles Mm-hmm. And every time you overcome an obstacle that your competitors don't, you gain market share. You get bigger and stronger.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
6: it's really about persistence. And I've got, you know, what you know, like some of the philosophical quotes, what, my, my favorite one when I talk from the stage is that the quickest way for a tadpole to become a frog is live every day happily as a tadpole. Because mm-hmm. as long as you're doing everything right, everything you can think of that, you know, to build your business or your service or whatever it is, the more you can stick with it, um, eventually you're going to look back and say, oh my God, yeah, I'm not a tadpole anymore, I'm a frog. And it comes, you know, it, I tell people that you know it sounds like a silly little saying, but it's really some of the most profound philosophy uh, that there is in how to, uh, how to just hang in there.
1: I, I like that analogy, that metaphor. That's uh, the, the the tadpole and and, and frog analogy. Uh, I that, definitely I like that one. So so how would what would you say is a tadpole, and what, what what would you say is a frog? How do you know you became a became a frog? What what are well, some steps? Well, I'll,
6: of- I'll give you a couple of stories uh, because every. Uh, I'm going to backtrack a little, and then I'll answer that directly. The mm-hmm. theme of my book is you can't give birth to adults, right? Mm-hmm. Every. Mm-hmm. Every new business or sandwich shop or religion or TV show or product or service, someone has to conceive it first, right? And then the first action is taken and that's the birth. And for, for me, like buying six pairs of samples from Australia was the birth of UGG. And then every business just goes into this horrible infancy that just lies there and lies there. And, and it just, uh, it seems like it's not, not succeeding and not going anywhere. And that's when most entrepreneurs give up because they think that there's not enough action to warrant it. But if you are like determined or you love your product or service and you, and you know it's got value and you hang in there, eventually it starts toddling. And mm-hmm. before you know it, it's a youth and it's running around and it's got tons of orders and sales and, you know, great customer base and, if if you if it's a really good product or service, it'll hit the teenage years, and and you know that's that's super dangerous because remember when you wanted to be at every party in town as a teenager, and it's the same in a business. You know, you want to be in every trade show, you want to be in every retail store, and it's super scary because you can outstrip your capacity. So, so back to the tadpole. Right now, I've given you the theme of how every business works. Right,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
6: so. When I started out there was a little company up in Oregon They were importing these shoes from Japan were like running shoes called Blue Ribbon Shoes, and they were like five or six years trying to get this thing going with very, very little traction, and then after about six years, the sport of jogging took off, and it was right at the same time as that company changed its name to Nike. And they got sucked into this whole market trend of, of running and jogging and because they were the tadpole 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 tadpole, they were the best running shoe in the market when when jogging took off so they they reaped the benefit and another one is, is this little company in uh, LA that were importing these lambskin skin or you know they were they were really light lamb leather Uh, shoes for dancing and they were advertising in the dancing magazines and the, you know, the, uh, you know, they they were getting after the athletic departments in schools for the cheerleaders and and all that sort of stuff and they were struggling, you know, with that brand for six or eight years and, and then suddenly the sport of aerobics takes off, right, and that company was Reebok and because they were the best, at doing what they did in their little tiny niche of, of dancers, guess mm-hmm. who gets sucked into this vortex of demand, right? So mm-hmm. Reebok was tadpole, 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 and then bam, suddenly they're a frog, you know? And that is just two examples, but you can pretty much look at any, even, even the beginning of Facebook, you know, they were tadpoles for three or four years before it started to get any traction. And once it really hit the colleges, then that, turn from tadpole to frog so it's a universal principle of philosophy that you know if you can just realize what you know all all the listeners right now if you're starting your business and you and you really know you got something hot just embrace the tadpole period because as long Mm -hmm. as you're trying to do something better every single day then something's going to happen in the market and you're going to find that you're the leader already If, if you've been the one that's most persistent in getting better and better and better You'll be the leader when the market takes off, and uh, you'll just get sucked into that vortex as well.
1: I love it. A- am I a tadpole or a frog?
6: You're already started toddling, man. You're 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 very close to the youth phase. You're, you're starting to haven't quite solidified into the youth, but you're you're you're, you're a late stage uh, toddler right now.
1: So I'm a tadpole. <laughs>
6: Fradpole, yeah. But the good part about that is you've got this humongous growth ahead, right? Yeah, you're, you're doing all the, you've you done all the hard work. I've been watching you for years, and I, I'm really impressed with how you've built and built and built. You know, you've got these networks going out there now. You're on several channels. You're, you're at all of the shows. And just because you're not going to lie down and, 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 and you know, think of it not going fast enough, you're out there pushing every single day. And you are, you are unique in your market and i've watched you um separate yourself from all the other talk show hosts and all of the other social media people so your time is you know it's beginning to come right now
1: oh thanks i, pre- I appreciate that so so it's time to ask you about you. You were talking about challenges, okay? You were talking about challenges right. and obstacles. Uh, well, you were yeah. talking about obstacles, but challenges, obstacles, same thing. Can you share some of the uh, the obstacles and challenges you've faced and how you've overcome them, Brian?
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one was the the uh, lack of a understanding about sheep scan, and so I came up with this. You know, l- looking back, at what I'll call was a, a brilliant little trick that I pulled and all I had to do was try and get boots on the shelves in the surf shops to start out, right? And the like if somebody saw them on the shelves in those early days, they didn't get it. But I came up with this, this idea, okay, if you put six pairs in the store, I'll give a free pair to the store manager. And then when he was wearing them in the shop, if people would come in and say, Oh, what are these things? Yeah, you know, the Ugg boots And he was able to go. Oh my God, they're the best! I'm wearing them now. These are the most fantastic boots. So, so I overcame that. You know, years and years of disappointment of of not knowing how to get these started. It took about four years when I came up with that program. Instantly, the sales started going through the roof in every surf shop where the manager was wearing them. Mm. And uh, so that's that's one example. Um, there were other like there was a period where I had to get new investors in, and I lost control of the company, and you know to the point where it's just—I'm not going to go into the, the, the details of the deal, but I, I didn't really get my shares in the new um, version of the company until I finished this little trademark lawsuit that I was going against And I was out on the road, and, and one of my retailers said, "Hey, Brian, I heard you sold the company." And I said, "What?" He said, yeah, I called in an order, and they said, you don't own it anymore. And I'm going, wait a minute, that's not the deal. These guys are my new partners. I didn't sell out. But the technicality was I didn't get my stock issued until I finished the lawsuit. So, you know, in a legal sense, I Mm -hmm. wasn't an owner. And I went into this huge depression. And anyway, after a week, I finally figured out what do I love to do? I love to sell Ugg boots. So I uh, got back into... Uh, being a rep on the road, and and uh, you know, after uh, four or five months, was making five thousand bucks, ten thousand bucks a month in commissions, and I, and that was the first money I'd ever pulled out of the business in six years. And I look back on that as as, and this is one of the themes in my book, you know, because I, I told you I talk a lot about philosophy,
2: mm-hmm. and
6: my, my theme was that nearly always your most disappointing disappointments become your greatest blessings. You know, so as disappointing as it was for me to lose control of the company, I started making more money for doing less work and just doing what I loved, which was being on the road with all the customers. And everybody else was doing the accounting and the shipping and the warehousing and the ordering and, you know, all the busy work I, I didn't even do. And so my huge disappointment became a huge blessing and when I talked from the stage I, I asked the question you know put people have put your hand up if in the last 12 months you've had some disaster happen that you thought was like the end of the business and now you look back and think thank God that was the best thing that ever happened and I swear to you Eric I would say 60 to 70 percent of the people put their hand up and say Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I know that.
6: <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by this, this this horn outside the
1: car. Yeah. Hey, I mean that, just, that's that's how it happens with the through. easy way and easy talk live. People people start surrounding the the show and and doesn't matter if it's radio. They, right. they, they start honking. They start you know they start going nuts.
6: That's too I Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is oh, a great well, show, uh, right. great great show, great advice, great uh, great information. I really appreciate uh, too, Brian, the, what you're sharing. Um, with me and the listeners, uh, it's really great advice. I think it's going to uh, definitely uh, inspire a lot of people. And so, uh, so, speaking of inspiring people and and helping them, and 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 you know, you and I both are like-minded people. We want to we want to give back. Uh, just I know you're you're doing some things. You're you're offering some classes, some courses, some some things that people can get involved with to be able to expand their brand, increase their reach, and and uh, you know, I'd love for you to expand more on that. Give give people. More more information and maybe we can do some giveaways thanks
6: yeah thanks i'd love to do that yeah i've started because there's only so many people i can reach from the stage and you know people all the time are coming up asking me oh can you coach me can you help me can you do and you know obviously i don't have the bandwidth as one person to to help everybody at once so i developed a, a 15 week course that's online and it's uh you can find it by going to www.briansmithcourse.com, and uh, it's 15 videos of my philosophy, you know, talking about things like we've talked about on the show, and then a little two-page explanation of the video, and then I, I, you know, it's 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 like homework is I'll ask one question, and that's your question for the week, and you got to think about it all week, and then next Monday you get another video and another um, two pages and another question and what it does it helps you figure it, it helps you focus on a certain part of the business that you're getting into why you're getting into it what obstacles you're going to come up against in that and it's a really really valuable course and it's it's really well priced and uh it's something that that you know we we also have a a uh, live Facebook uh, session every month where people can come in and ask questions and uh, talk about their own businesses. And we, we, you know, discuss them over the, you know, live uh, Internet. And it really, really helps a lot of people get going. So that's BrianSmithCourse.com.
1: BrianSmithCourse.com. Okay, I like that.
6: Yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing that up and also yeah. the book itself you know the birth of a I'm brand gonna, that, I'm that, good, course, good, I am want to take
1: your course man sorry to interrupt you but branding is everything and I mean you have done a Auggie is a multi-million dollar brand I'm, I know people are going to definitely want to take, take your course I will probably be one of the people taking the course and speaking right. so so as far as the course goes and your book and things that can help educate do you think that we could do a, a little giveaway like maybe one or two books that you could sign and and we can give some lucky fans the chance to win a book I'd or whatever yeah course yeah, yeah let,
6: let's let's make it five books you, you figure out who the five are and i'll you, you send me the names and addresses and i'll send the books out
1: there it is i love it guys so what we're going to do is if you want to win uh, uh one of these books by brian smith himself uh you can text in to the uh, number 55678 and the word is Easy Way, letter E, letter Z, W, A, Y. And then also email EasyTalkLive at gmail.com, letting us know that you did that. Uh, that's mainly going to be, I mean, really, if you email us and and uh, you talk to us, you're going to get your opportunity to get the book. But you got to text in to that five uh, five six seven eight Easy Way. Um, and then so as far as your course goes, Brian, because I am interested, I'd love to definitely take it. Um, how does how does one go about doing that? And and can we do a giveaway on on the course, or is that a little bit out of grab, out of reach.
6: Yeah, I, I don't know how to do a giveaway because you know I have my web developers doing that. But um, if, if you just go to briansmithcourse.com, um, I'll talk to my guys and maybe we can put some sort of a, a promo in there regarding you know linking it back to EasyWay.
1: Awesome! Great. That sounds great. I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything like that. I just I know no, I know. That's first, a good first, idea. Well, thank you. I, I know a lot of people right now that uh, are probably listening, going like, "Oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta take this." So I definitely want to get you, get you connected with that. So I have a surprise for you, Brian. Um, we actually have somebody we work with, and I want to introduce you to him on air. And he comes on every every week, and I I want him to ask you a couple questions because this gentleman okay. is a. He is an expert of the experts in the sales and marketing uh, genre. He, he. I'll let him speak more for himself because I don't want to not do him justice in any way. But he, he plays in the Tony Robbins and the John C. Maxwell circles in a big, big way. Uh, let's bring to the Fred. table Fred Smith. Fred Smith, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, I'm good, hey, Fred. man. Good
6: I, I know, I know your name.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Needs no introduction. <laughs> <Don't> be anonymous. <laughs> How you guys doing today?
1: Doing we're good. What, But Brian, what you don't know is Fred's been my friend for about 15 years. We started in the industry together, and he's on my team. Just we we're we're shh, shh, quiet, quiet about it. But uh, Fred, I, oh, I, lucky, I want lucky, you to ask job. Brian a couple of questions. Uh, you know, you you being at the expertise that you're at, on a sales perspective, and then Brian being at the expertise he's at on on a marketing and branding perspective. I'm going to go ahead and give the show to you.
8: Oh no, I appreciate it, man. Definitely. I mean, the whole thing about it though is that they're all. Would you agree that they're, they're kind of cousins or they're distant cousins? Or what are your thoughts as far as the whole um, aspect of scaling a business up? What are your thoughts on that? The, uh,
6: the scaling, I, I, I don't get into any technical talk. You know, part of the talks. like I, My presentation on the stage is all photographs and images. I don't have a single pie chart or a graph or anything, right? Because mm-hmm. Ugg, the way the way we scaled Arg was very unique. It was it was a difficult business because it was seasonal, and so it was it was hard to like when we did a million dollars in sales in the months of October, November, December, you would that would be equivalent to having a staff of a four million dollar company because you know we had to have all the staff, but then come February, March, we didn't need anybody because there was no sales and it was all work on the road, so. So I was like hiccuping year after year after year trying to go from, from 15 staff to zero staff to 15, to, you know, and so it was yep. a very, very difficult business to scale. And the mm-hmm. other part of that was that the banks, even after like six or eight years, you know, I'd, I'd be putting a business plan together. i saying, okay, I did $3 million last year. I'm going to do $5 million this year. And I go, you know, I put the business plan together, to get the financing for production, and the banks be going, "Ah, Uggs are fad. It won't be around next year." And and they were still saying after ten years, Uggs are fad. It won't be around next year." So well, it you was Very difficult. Yeah, I did. But it was it was so hard to finance, and uh, so my scaling was was more bootstrapping and seat of the pants stuff. Like how how the hell do I get through this season? So I, I would not be the right person to ask about, you know, it's just scaling a business. And and the, the secret is if you've got a, a business that's selling 12 months around, that's a business you can actually predict the scalability because you know, right. it's a matter of percentages and growth. But when you're going, you know, three months of a year, it's, it's a really hard business to convince everybody else that you're going to do it. Well,
8: yeah, that's the fascinating part that I'm finding to your point, especially like the seasonality part. So tell us a little bit more about during the the times where it wasn't seasonal. What did you do in addition to, you know, I know most people who have the the seasonal models, they typically are like squirrels and they save up their nuts during that time. So what was your thought process as far as, you know, getting ready for the next season?
6: Yeah, well, the first two or three years, I think the first summer I was scraping Algae off the bottom of boats in Marina del Rey. The second summer, I was doing construction in Bel Air. The third summer, I worked as a greenskeeper at a golf course. You know, fixing up the holes and all that. And it was the fourth or fifth year before I finally got enough money left over where I could sort of eke out a living. You know, during the summertime and and not have to work. Um, so it was very difficult, but. After about six or seven years, when we got up to two to three million dollars, you know by then I had enough financing to uh, keep alive all summer, plus pay for all. see our big problem was we've got all our money in December, January, February, but then all the trade shows happened, and all the new products mm-hmm. had the, uh, the the new samples had to be bought, and and so pretty much all the profit we made got churned back by April into the next season. And then we were tight again until we shipped in October.
8: So it was,
6: it was yeah. a bitch. It was a it was a really difficult business uh, because of that. But after about the seventh or eighth year, uh, we finally had enough uh, to keep a full time accountant and a full time warehouse person, and and then build the thing. You know, full time salesperson. And, and by then, I had about twenty or thirty reps on the road all across the country, and they, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have to pay them until we shipped. So. That's really what made
8: it all work. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good business. It's it's interesting, too. A little bit about that third year that you were getting in. What was that breakthrough moment that you had, that aha, where you finally started getting traction?
6: Okay. I I can remember I was on the golf course, and it was pouring rain. It was the first storm. It was September, October, and I'd already figured out in my mind that I'm going to get out of the business. Right, because it's seasonal. There's the the amount, like just to sell a pair of sevens, I had to have it from fives through twelves, right? Because I never knew what Mm -hmm. size foot's coming in the door. So there was a huge inventory buildup. The inventory was expensive, and then the you know I was shipping to these you know retail stores, so I would have to give them credit for 30 or 60 days. So I didn't get my money until 60 days after I shipped, which meant I had to borrow the money to mm-hmm. get the product in. And so anyway, all of these things pointed to being the worst business in the world. And I decided that that's it, I'm going to give up, and I'm just going to quit all the inventory I have. And so I'm out in the golf course, it's pouring down rain, the big northwest storms come in, and it's just, you know, September. And I get home, and my answering machine had like 40 messages from 40 different retailers saying, God, we need Ugg boots. You know, the weather's gone bad. We need Ugg boots. I come down and get them. And it was that day that I decided, okay, I've either got to give up or I've got to raise a bit of capital and uh, be able to keep myself through the next summer. And I luckily I, I chose to raise, you know, I borrowed, I didn't borrow. I got some investors in and that gave me the, the, uh, breakthrough factor where I could turn it from a hobby into a
8: business. Just staying in there just a little bit longer to get that breakthrough moment, man. That's that's some of the most powerful information. And either you hear the same pattern, it's the exact same thing. You hang in there a little bit longer. That's when Every, all the heavens just start opening up. And I don't think people would just yeah, that's, really... Yeah,
6: that's, 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 that's straight out of Napoleon Hill, you know. There's a, yes, one of exactly. his statements is, is, is three feet from gold, you know, about a gold yes. prospector who gave up right before he hit the yes. big vein. It's a, it's a universal principle,
8: Mm-hmm, and I got goosebumps as soon as you said it.
6: Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I talk about but goosebumps. goosebumps. In fact, I've got goosebumps right now. That's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, I, I talk about because goosebumps that's, on my stage show because, you know, every time I make a really momentous decision, I get these goosebumps. And, and I tell people on the stage, you know, that, hey, listen, we all think, you know, God's way out there in the universe somewhere, but it, but, but God, there's a spark or a fragment of God in every one of us, and it has some sort of, you know, mission for us, and every time we make a decision that's in alignment with that mission, it, it sends us a message, and the only way it can get to us is through, you know, our electrochemical system, you know, we call a body, and it comes out in the form of goosebumps. So I, I, am, I am a huge believer in listening to my goosebumps.
1: I love I love that look by the way. It's one of my favorite books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's about
8: that that's definitely that's definitely Terra incognita, man. That's 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 the part that's in between our eyes. A lot of people still haven't (laughs) discovered that hidden gold. And we have to mind just a little bit further and reach a little bit more and then when you're when you're ready for it, all of a sudden all the heavens just open up. But you have to be in receiving mode too. That's the other thing that you know that most people talk about.
1: Yeah. You heard it here, guys. Yeah, but- easy Talk Live gives you goosebumps. Go ahead and contact us at EasyTalkLive at gmail dot com if you want to get some goosebumps. This is great, man. This <laughs> this is a great show. I, I'm I'm loving. You know, I'm going to call this segment Mentor versus Mentor. <laughs> All right.
8: No, 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 easy. I'm it's always kidding. a collaboration at this level, man. Oh, totally <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's not a versus. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm. just. I'm just trying to think of a clever title that draws you in because we're talking about branding on the show, right? It's all about the draw. It's all yep. about bringing them in, and and the word. I think the word verse. You know, definitely draw, draws people in. So I, I would <laughs> love to take this from the airwaves, uh, Brian. You know, uh, we're actually doing an event on the 17th. I have a panel on a, an event called the Spirit Summit. I'm sure you're aware of it. And uh, Fred's on on my panel, and and some other amazing individuals. If you're available, I'd love to take this from the airwaves too, in person, and have you come. On my panel on June seventeenth.
6: Yeah, I'll, I'll check my schedule. Yeah, that'd
1: be that'd be fun. <sighs> yeah, guys, you can listen to it on the radio, and you can see it on uh, Easyway uh, TV, and uh, yeah, that's that's how uh, we roll. Uh, but this is this is yeah, great. Yeah, I'll, you've just
8: bump get- the Easyway.
1: How much <laughs> longer we
6: got? Because I got I got one more good story I'd like to tell you.
1: Go no go for it. We got about another five minutes.
6: Okay, so we talked about those small breakthroughs. You know, when it was two, three, four, five million but the biggest breakthrough came you know you know i, I believe in karma you know not i don't believe in luck i believe in karma and now the business is doing you know about 13 14 15 million and uh, i'd been working with this woman in england for like three christmases in a row where she sent me a list of 20 people uh, that she wanted ugg boots to go out to and we had to ship everyone individually which meant different freight and customs forms. It was a pain in the butt. But the woman was Trudy Styler, who's the wife of Sting. And so we wanted to be cool and, you know, help her out. So we did this about three years in a row. And uh, then one Christmas, she calls me up and goes, you know, hey, Brian, listen, I need a hugest favor. I've just been to a seminar. It's changed my world. And I need to do it. I want to give them... Best possible gift to, to the woman that put on the seminar. And she said, Do you have a pair of perfect size eight, you know, tall sandbirds And I said, Yeah. And she she says, Okay, here's the address. Do you have a pen? And I said, Yep. And she goes, Oprah, care of Oprah Winfrey Show in Chicago. And we shipped boots out to Oprah and she fell in love with them. And, uh, and it, it happened to be the same year I sold the company because it the company got so big I couldn't finance. We were looking at a $20 million season coming up and I couldn't finance it as usual. And so um, we uh, ended up being on the best picks for Christmas with Oprah, 20 minutes. Uh, when when Oprah show was at the very peak, we were 20 minutes of nothing but Uggs, you know, and the elves were wearing Uggs on stage and all the audience had Ugg boots, you know, as a gift. And you couldn't have bought that much advertising you know in dollars so we were on that show two years in a row and then Oprah's favorite things and that was what really took it and you know when I sold the company I worked with the new uh, marketing people for a couple of years and they are the ones that really took advantage of the whole Oprah thing and that's when it became a worldwide brand and and it wasn't in little, little niches like surfing and snowboarding and hockey anymore. Now it was a, 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 fas- a full-on fashion brand for the world. So, you know, you never know when those lucky breaks are coming or those karmic breaks are coming. So it's only by hanging in there and, and keeping going at it day by day by day. That, that was when you, you could say Ugg was a tadpole for 15 years, tadpole, tadpole, and, and Oprah instantly turned it into a frog.
1: Yeah, like, like I was talking about, it's, it's all about brand association. If you if you're associating yeah. one brand to another bigger brand, that other brand is going to start growing growing along with it, and it's and, and it's amazing. Yeah, sure. I think I think when you when you take, I mean, just just off a picture or a video, like I mean, if you look at if you look at Easy Way, and you you look at the videos, you see how many celebrities and how many how many other bigger brands uh, are associated to Easy Way. That's what I believe has grown Easy Way is the support of sure. all these other brands supporting this other brand growing and, and, and coming up. I think that's one of the, yep. the biggest things, but that's a gr- great story.
6: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, the, I'll leave you with four of my, my favorite mantras. I, wrote, I found these in a philosophy book about 25 years ago, and I wrote them, I typed them on a piece of paper, and, I, and I've carried that piece of paper forward in my daily planner for 25 years. Okay, there's four four mantras. First one is feast upon uncertainty, then fatten Mm. upon disappointment, and invigorate in the presence of difficulties, and the last one is enthuse over apparent defeat. And Mm. these are not just mantras for business. These these are mantras for your life because you're always going to face difficulties and uncertainties and all these things. And... It takes away the victimization because these are the four most positive statements in the world, you know, it, and it takes away the, oh, poor me and the victimization oh, it's unfair, why did it happen to me? And it turns everyone, you know, instead of, you know, fearing the uncertainty, jeez embrace it, you know, it, feast upon it, and that, and each one of those mantras is a hugely, hugely positive uh, turnaround for your mind and, and, again, it's not just for business, you know, it pertains to every
1: facet of your life i love it I, I, I thank you so much brian you've been you've been honestly man you've been a great guest and i'm proud to call you a friend i'm glad we met five years ago and we've been yeah, reconnecting course, here, yeah. here here and there and and before we let you go brian do you mind saying i'm brian smith founder of ugg boots and i'm doing it the easy way so we can get that quick drop from you
6: i've done that a bunch of times for you because i i'm brian smith and i love doing it the easy way
1: Thank you, man. I, pre- I appreciate. it. No, I know you have, but I haven't gotten you on Voice America yet. Woo! And you okay. know, we definitely we got to talk to you about the uh, Voice America influencers channel. I think you would uh, definitely do well with your uh, your own show, and uh, we'll we'll stay tuned for that. But guys, uh, yeah, you thought t- about that yeah well let's definitely see if we can make that happen I am a partner on that and and you know Jeff's going to be coming on later on the show we're going to be talking more about that so if you want to stay with us you're, you're welcome to but guys this is Easy Talk Live and uh, we, ju- we just uh, got finished with Brian Smith founder of Ugg Boots amazing information very inspirational very educational and if you guys want to ask Brian any questions or get involved with anything you've heard today you can email Live at gmail.com we'll definitely get it over to Brian you've been a great uh great guest Brian. Uh love you brother. I appreciate it. Any uh last shout outs remarks drops for your friends or family or or fans?
6: No, just that I'm going to go get a rapping lesson.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> you, you you give me some of the that that branding uh expertise. So I'll give you some of my rapping expertise. But you okay, been great. Brian. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: <laughs> Thank guys, so much, thanks man. a lot. All right, thank you, thank you. So guys, uh, you know, we are, uh, Engineer, I hope you're ready because we got to make sure that we uh, give the proper introduction because we're, we're just about into the wonderful segment, uh, Dark Side of Hollywood with Summer Helene, the, uh, for, and, and Fred, you're still with us, you're, you're my co-host, uh, hopefully you're still with us, you can you can be my co-host uh, today if you if you have the time. Uh, we have Summer Helene uh, who's going to be coming on and giving, I mean, last time she dropped a doozy on us, so I'm, I'm almost afraid to bring her on my show at this point, but... <laughs> Hey, Summerlin! Welcome to the show.
5: G'day, g'day! I an Australian accent on your show.
1: Uh, that, that yeah, Brian is from Australia. Yes, and, and yeah, I definitely need to connect connect you to. And uh, I'm sure you guys have a lot of Australian stories you can share with one another. In fact, if you if you listen to the beginning of the show, the bio, uh, the whole brand was created in Australia with UGG boots.
5: I actually grew up uh, wearing UGG boots, so. Uh, they got popular here a couple of years back, but I have baby photos where I'm in kind of my first pair of Ugg boots. It's a big deal back home, and we have a lot of sheep, and he figured out what to do with them. Oh, They're perfect. It's delicious. I mean, it's, it's, you can't ask for more, but I would. I'd love to have a chat with him just because i, I got to say, Ugg boots are the coolest thing anyone ever made.
1: Now, Deb, well, he's, he may be on my panel, uh, which hopefully you and I, and Alexis will be uh, coming down and you guys will meet each other on the panel. And, and uh, Brian's a very good friend of mine, but uh, I'll, I'll get you guys connected for sure. Uh, I'd love to see Actually, a, a picture. I,
5: I, I'd love to get him involved. There's a group called Advance, it's uh, an Australian group for people coming over, and Nicole Kidman's in it, Russell Crowe's in it, I'm in it. Um, and a lot of Australian business people are in it, and it's called Advanced, which is based on our anthem, Advanced Australia Fair, and it's Australians in America, and we'll meet up, so I'd love to get him involved with that, because I think Uh, that would kind of get him with the other Australian entrepreneurs and famous people, and you'll have to come with my date one day, Eric.
1: Oh, I'm I'm honored. I I was just about to say, if I speak in an Australian accent, can I come too?
5: You're always (laughs) welcome. You don't even have to be Australian. You count as an honorary Aussie. Um, so, Hollywood's having a hell of a day right now. We're focused mostly on Donald Trump um, and Melania for refusing to wear a headscarf in Saudi Arabia. So, that's kind mm. of been the big thing that everyone's focused on and how it's, it's kind of an insult to to the people of the Middle East. Um, and, and Hollywood's kind of kind of ripping him a new one. He's, you know, not exactly the most popular president. But they're doing a memoir on him right now, and of course he's suing, and he's trying to use presidential power for the first time in American history to shut down um, a, a film. He's trying to shut down this biopic that he wow. authorized years and years and years ago. He's trying to shut down the release using the power of the White House and actually threaten to have the man imprisoned.
1: Wow, wow. And and, and the, where, where where is this information coming from?
5: Um, you can find this on Huffington Post. You can find this in People Magazine. But the best place mm. is just get on your iPhone, go to your news section. You can find it there. And the company that uh, owns it, it was originally done privately. It's just been bought up by Universal, who apparently doesn't have any problem um, knocking noses with the Commander and Cheetah.
1: Oh, Wow. Okay, well... So
5: Universal's taking him on and uh, apparently Alec Baldwin is championing this film. And for anyone that doesn't know, Alec Baldwin is a phenomenal uh, Donald Trump impersonator. Uh, He does it a lot on Saturday Night Live. He's done more Saturday Night Live episodes than any other actor. I think he just does it. He just enjoys doing it. Um, And so he is is uh, kind of championing this film and what sparked this is every everyone knows the situation with um, James Comey, right? The guy from the FBI?
1: I, I, you, want, no. you, you want me to speak speak for everybody or are you asking me or are you asking yeah, you, the fans? Because I don't know for, if you, we can well, for, hear them.
5: <laughs> for anyone that doesn't listen to all, your, to, doesn't know, to all your listeners out there, he was the director of the FBI. He was hated by Republicans, he was hated by Democrats and the only You know, one of the few good things that Donald Trump's got done since getting in was actually firing this SOB. He's the one that had the Clinton issues. He's done all of this. Um, But when Trump fired him, he did it and then told the Russians publicly that uh, that would get the heat down on him. It was caught on tape. It was sent out in a press release. So he told the Russians he did it to end the investigation into himself. Again, you can find this in the LA Times, New York Times, and you can find a copy of the transcripts on Polico.com. Um And that kind of prompted this new film and for, for retaliation. So the only time that um, the government's really gotten involved in film in the past is the military gets involved when the film's about the military that has government consent. And if we do a film about space travel or the Apollo missions, we do have to get government permission but usually the government kind of comes in to make sure we're doing it right. So this is the first time that we had a president or a presidential candidate or anybody from the government like that come in and shut it down. Now, this is after he shut down the press corps. And what that means is he kicked out CNN, he kicked out CNBC, he kicked out the news organization in favor of Breitbart News and in favor of Fox News and wouldn't let um, actually liberal news media in for briefings for quite a while until that was overturned. And George W. Bush, um, our former president, turned around and said he, and I quote, I was one of the most unpopular presidents in history, but you still got to put up with the press whether you like them or not. So this is Mm -hmm. the first president to shut down his press corps. You guys can find this on Politico. You can find this uh, in Donald Trump's own statements. Um, and you can find it uh, through NBC, ABC, CNBC. He's letting them back in slowly, but he's picking and choosing who he lets in. So it's really confusing. This is the first time we've had a president get involved in free speech to this degree. The only other time a president's done it was during World War II. Um, They put out false news articles to confuse our enemies, which I'm all for. But this, uh, this and the climate of fake news is actually heavily affecting entertainment. Um, and I'm really, really, really regretting him getting... Couldn't we have voted for Romney? Like, I didn't mind Romney. We should have come with uh,
1: Romney. Uh, I mean, the more, uh, the more that I'm hearing it. your segments, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to have my thoughts as well. Fred, are you still with us? <laughs> Fred, are you still so, with us? No.
5: So yes, no matter but- where you are politically... One of the most important things, um, we've had Republicans historically have been huge defenders of free speech in America. They've been really huge defenders. So this isn't a shot at the Republican Party. I have a lot of people now I adore, especially given the fact that most of you know the actors, like Ronald Reagan, a lot of people, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger were Republicans. So there's this great respect for media that doesn't exist in this administration, and we have now completely lost our tax incentives. Mm. so on a federal level the film, the film industry has lost its tax incentives. If you guys want to fact check me, head over to Politico, you can get the reports from Congress um, so you can go to congress.gov and you can get shorthand information from um, CNBC, from the New York Times, from the LA Times and from Huffington Post but I always encourage people if you get a chance to read this because this is the dark side of Hollywood and if you want to know what's going on, you can't read the shorthand, you've got to read the reports dry mm. they're boring but you know what the best ones I've read have been since Donald Trump was in the White House because they're the funniest
1: yeah the scariest,
5: be, but the funniest <laughs>
1: I'm 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 am waiting for the uh, fan base to start building on this segment alone. Uh, people are gonna start coming in at two, two o'clock. We're gonna start keeping keeping records. So how? Uh, yeah, that's great information, Summer, and and uh, uh, I I'm going to uh, definitely do my research and look into it. And and I mean, I've, I've have I like put more work on you. I can I can totally see you or your your, your poor little assistant, Alexis, uh, going through mm-hmm. all this research and all this all this time and efforts that you're you're putting in to learn learn all this stuff. How, how much how much time? Uh, do you spend getting all this, all this research for the segment?
5: Um, I spend probably three or four hours just on this segment. Um, on all political news that has to do with the entertainment industry and how it's going to offend our, uh, affect our tax incentives, I spend eight hours a week.
1: Oh, you love me to make my show so good with so much <laughs> good information. I love you. Uh, um, so how's your, how's your show going, by the way? Well, let's talk about your uh, behind-the-scenes uh, show on, on, on Voice America.
5: It's going really well. Uh, Most of the write-ins I've been getting have been about this and the net neutrality. So I've never been heavily political. Um, But in the entertainment industry, you've, you've kind of had to get heavily political lately. And I know the net neutrality thing for you especially is going to be a kick in the teeth if that doesn't get
1: reined in. Yeah. Um, I, I looked, I looked into that, and that. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty serious. Uh, guys, if you, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to our previous show with uh, Quentin Aaron from the, from the blind side. Our, our it, we, we were talking about how basically uh, live stream is, is the, the, the FCC is pr- trying to confiscate live stream just like they, they do with the, the theatrical and, and uh, you know, the VOD and, and the mainstream They're they're trying to confiscate the internet and, and make it, I mean, and from what i got out of it uh, they're 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 trying to you know the, the big boys are going to be able to make it and then and the smaller businesses are going to are going to are going to fall when it comes to Tom's live stream but you guys got to definitely look into that for for more detail what what's the website they looking into um, again summer
5: now this, this was put up by john oliver the best way to find it is to go fccyourself.com and that was a link put up by john oliver and what that does is it takes you directly to the comment section the FCC was actually so flooded because of talk shows, because of John Oliver, because of radio shows, I'm sure because of Eric as well. Um, so many people wrote in, but the FCC actually froze it. The froze the comment section is going to come back up next week. Mm, um, wow. So as of Monday, it's going to come back up, but they were so flooded with comments. The first time they tried to do this, that they made it difficult. So to get in, you actually had to put in the case number, you had to put in... Um, what you were looking for, you had to do like, uh, you know, 30 different steps. So John Oliver and Comedy Central, because they would be buried by this as well, put together something called GoFCCYourself.com, and what that will do is take you into where you can comment. And we want to stay chartered too. What that means is we are protected. You can see Eric, you can watch Eric's red carpet, the same as you can, and you listen to his radio shows, listen to um, these kids listen to people the same, that, that are um, brilliant but, and not selling stuff, as well as listening to the Koch brothers and these big companies. I know I work for the devil. I'm part of Viacom. I'm part of the bad guy. But I really mm-hmm. don't want to see that overtake Hollywood because what's going to happen is we're going to lose independent film. We're going to lose independent media. So this works hand-in-hand in the problem we're having with um, the White House press corps being pushed out. we um, We lose a free and independent press, and this takes it a step further where companies as well as the government then start regulating what you can and cannot access. And I always tell people, if you like porn, you do not want this to pass because it will stop your free porn. You will not get to go to Pornhub. You will not get to go to XNXX. Porn's been the most popular argument here. So save your porn. Um, (laughs) Tell everyone we want to stay Charter 2. Because the first Charter 1, which is what they move us to, if this passes, was written in in the 1930s when the internet didn't exist. Charter 2 was put in, and it has been upheld by Bill Clinton, by George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., and Barack Obama. The first president that has been pushing against it is Donald Trump. And that means you're going to all be watching reruns of The Apprentice, not listening to Eric's awesome show. So go oh, at no. I The Apprentice sucks. Go to com and tell everyone you're for a free and open press.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. No, I'm Lord. gonna, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get all my Easy Way fam on on this one, and we, we need to have you come equipped with the disclaimer, Summer. Uh, so all all the, <laughs> all the all the kids uh, out there, I hope the mothers and, and fathers were holding holding the ears. Uh, we're not. We do not condone porn in any possible way. But hey, you know it is what yeah. it is. People people yeah. love, love love that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> am going am going to make an MP3 disclaimer for you, Summer. I got it for, you, for your <laughs> segment. It's it's a great segment, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, so it's, you. It's, said that, that, um,
5: goes through my head. If it goes through my head, it comes out my
1: mouth. <laughs> That's what makes this show good, I guess. But um, so, so you, 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 are a former Victoria's Secret model. You uh, are one of the. You're in the line to be one of the youngest uh, studio executives. I didn't know that you were a part of the Viacom family, um, but uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure everybody knows who's talking right now and and uh, you know the legitimacy behind you. And hopefully, we'll see you on our panel on uh, June seventeenth at the Spirit Summit on the on the Easy Way panel.
5: I, I think you will. Um I am the youngest executive ever and I will be the youngest studio head ever and the third woman. But I will be the, I am currently the youngest executive in Hollywood history and in about a month and some change I will be the youngest studio head in Hollywood history. So it's
1: really And funny. I know her. I She's not- my best friend. We <laughs> used to date her yeah. I was I was <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, they, All they right, Summer, you're you're, well, you're awesome.
1: Excited always, excited. always great, insightful information. Uh, love you, and definitely, guys, if you want to follow Summer Helene, you can go on Facebook and just look up. Summer Helene, H-E-L-E-N-E. Summer, just how, it's, how it sounds and how it's spelled. And look for the uh, blue verified check. Uh, definitely follow that page. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're great, Summer. So um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep it up. I can't wait to hear what you have next week um, for our, our next guest. And uh, Dark Side of Hollywood, such a great segment. Needs a disclaimer. <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Eric. You know I love you, and I love your listeners. Guys, thank you very, very much. I love to kind of jump in and uh, tell you what's going on in the dark side of Hollywood. And I will talk to you guys. I'm not going to be on next week. I'm going to be at Comic Con, actually. So it's going to be the week after. I'm oh yeah, you're to gonna meet. you're
1: gonna shoot for Easyway Tube, right? And get us some good content and yeah. pictures and videos and tell people to say they they love Easyway.
5: I can definitely do that. You're just gonna have to text me what to do because we both know I can't use a smartphone for. I'm not allowed to use that language on this show. For squat. <laughs>
1: And one of these uh, days I'll definitely sorry. be joining you for Comic-Con. I know you've invited me like 15 times, but um, I'm, I don't know I really why I am not like gone yet. i really like to come yet.
5: to the Palm Springs Comic-Con this year and uh, do their carpets and stuff, so I want to talk to you about
1: that. Yay, cool. Yeah, definitely. So, um, All right, guys, this was The Dark Side of Hollywood with Summer Helene. She is great, amazing. Definitely check her out. Check out her, her show, Behind the Scenes, on Voice America every Friday at what time? Uh,
5: it's every Friday at 4 o'clock. And it finishes at 5. It's an hour-long show. Guys, I say it's 18 and over because seriously, I've never had a thought that went unsaid. If it goes through my mind, it comes out my mouth. And a lot of the people we have on are Hollywood executives and celebrities. We're going to have Dick Van Dyke on. We've uh, got... Um, oh, you know, I love Dick on. Van
1: Dyke. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be the Phoenix Comic Con. So he's going to be that's at, on Christ. the... Uh, Dick Van Dyke that's is with Andy Mary Griffin. Tyler Moore. i got to say that right.
5: <laughs> yes, Dick Van, the Dick Van Dyke dance with the penguins and Coffin. He's going to be on the show. Um, we've, ha- we've got Mel Brooks coming on the show. We've had some amazing people. I had uh, a, music- a magician last week um, from the CW show. I mean, we have a ton of people on, but guys, these are Hollywood people, so you can ask Eric in, in public, we're all foul-mouthed and terrible in private, and that's kind of how the show is. We just talk yeah. about how things are.
1: There, and make sure you send some of those guests our way. You know, they want to talk on Easy I Talk do. Live, you know. They they wanna do it the I easy do. way. Every you,
5: every week I tell them to listen to your show.
1: I know you do. I'm just I'm just joking. I I, I appreciate you. I, I'm I, I am very known in the Hollywood community because of you, Summer, and and uh good and bad, but I'm very known, that's for sure. Oh
5: I call I call I call bullshit. Oh sorry, I call bull you are known because of you, because you have been on every red carpet. You are loved by every celebrity, and I've never met anyone in Hollywood that didn't like you. So Aww. that, that, that means you're not known through me because, let's face it, my name's the Wicked Witch of the West Coast.
1: <laughs> well, I know you've helped a little bit. I really appreciate that. And, guys, this is Summer Haleen. Um... She is the Duchess of Hollywood, the Wicked Witch of Hollywood, and so many different other titles. And uh, I, if, you, if you're lucky, if you guys email me at gmail.com and you uh, subscribe, maybe I'll show you a couple pictures of her when she did the whole Victoria's Secret thing. And I, I have a couple pictures that she doesn't even know I have. And uh, who knows what will happen. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You're, you're, you're great. Some of you are amazing. And, guys, we got to go uh, commercial break now. When we come back, we're going to have Jeff Spinard, the CEO and founder of Voice America. We're going to talk about And some of you are welcome to stick with us if you want. But I know you're busy. Uh, we're going to be talking about I, I,
5: the. I have a meeting actually with the people. The see the date the variety shoot. Today is my meeting.
1: Oh, my Variety shoot. Oh, sh- Oh yay. That's going to be pretty cool. Yay. So stay tuned. Keep doing it the easy way. Tell Variety I said what's up. Um, and uh, you're amazing, Summer. I love you. So, guys, this is uh, going to be a really fun segment. We're going to go com- a commercial break, and we're going to talk all about all the people involved, the Influencers Channel, uh, and and really where Voice America is going because we're going to do- be doing it Voice America the easy way. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: the experts
3: call toll-free right now 1-866-472-5787 and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com
1: in the spirit of have couch will travel whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
7: Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zock Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern, to The Catherine Zock Show on The Voice America Channel.
5: Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, myth reality and 21st century archaeology with dr joseph schuldenrein
6: Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green on the Voice America Variety Channel. And now also enjoy Beth's channel, Inner Revolutionary TV, on VoiceAmerica.tv. See inspiring videos about our guests and the Inner Revolution. Hear commentaries that will help clarify our time. And watch interviews of people who will matter to you. Think outside the box. Watch Inner Revolutionary TV on VoiceAmerica.tv.
4: Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you?
5: I am. (laughs) Because I have a a theremin app on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin.
4: If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about.
6: Keep
4: watching the skies. That's every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? fridays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice America variety channel
1: are you kidding me man I, I, Jeff i gotta i gotta say take- here, here, here. It's easy talk live, guys. Man, Jeff, I, I got to... Uh, by the way, guys, my next guest is Jeff Spinard, the uh, founder, CEO of Voice America. Jeff, I got to tell you, I am jealous, and that is like the coolest music ever. And I want one, and it's just like it's just like that perfect build-up music. And I can totally picture you holding the guitar doing that. We need to get a picture of you holding that 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 finding your frequency. You need to get that actual finding your frequency guitar. But welcome to the show, Jeff Bernard.
3: Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and it is—it uh, is quite the—the uh, the excellent music. We enjoy it. Can't you?
1: I, and I'm—I'm I'm serious. I'm—I'm. I'm, we're going to do a Photoshop. We're going to fiver it or something. We're going to get a picture of you and the whole finding your frequency guitar. We're going to—we're going to, you know, get you all, uh, you yeah. know, crazy out with the rock hair, and <laughs> thats, that's <laughs> we might just, get
3: a little too deep on that one. We were just talking from, to Brian yeah.
1: about well, you know, the reason I'm saying, that, I mean, we were just talking to Brian about how important the graphics are and and the ad and how the ad's supposed to look and and you know how it draws people in and stuff. And so as I'm listening, I'm learning and I'm like, oh man, we got to do this with uh with Jeff. But Jeff, uh, we're mainly gonna uh, talk about. I mean, th- I'm excited, man. I, I'm i t- we got the influencers, uh, channel uh, on Voice America, yeah. and I rem- I remember when you and I were uh were were hanging at the Icon event. And 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 first originally talking about uh, this idea that we both had yep. to to really start making it happen and come coming to fruition. And I, I think this channel honestly is gonna be 10, 20, 30 million viewers a month. Uh, pretty know, fast. It
3: just, yeah, I mean it just made a lot of sense. I mean, I my I have been thinking about doing something different with Voice America for years. Uh, the channels that we have, excellent channels. The way we operate them, you know, they operate just fine. But I always wanted something different. And when you and I started uh, kind of getting together and we started talking and influence came up, uh, it just kind of it was almost like a uh, a moment meant to be where, you know what? An influencers channel. Then there's influencers unite party. Things start, started to just fall into play. And yeah. the whole goal behind this channel, of course, is to bring the influencers who influence other influencers. So, yes, when you talk about millions of people coming to the table and, you know, uh, feeding off of each other, uh, that's exactly what this is meant to be, to bring all the top influencers under one roof, uh, all the followings that come with them, uh, but more importantly, the content that goes out that they teach to help others, but while mm-hmm. we're doing that, we're building a large audience that it's very helpful for, and then we're able to give back after that.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm just watching the growth on this as it's just I mean this is a baby not even really born yet, and I'm still I'm seeing the buzz on social media like like crazy, uh, and and I, I'm just proud to be there and be a part of the beginning of this 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 massive volcano that's about to erupt in a in a good way uh, along with Allison Hildebrand Larson. Absolutely.
3: I tell you what, but before we get into that, I want to go back to something that uh, that your uh, dark side of Hollywood Miss Summer Helene was talking about. yeah, uh, that was the whole FCC thing, uh, getting into uh, free speech and uh, internet bro- uh, internet broadcast, internet uh, radio. you know this is not this is not new. Uh, this came mm-hmm. up probably, I don't know 10 years ago. Uh, and where the government wanted to get, gain some uh, some kind of control over the Internet and what could be said, what could not be said, how to monetize it, and just the big boys are going to be left, and the, us little guys won't be able to do what we do. Um, to me, this is round two. You know, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I don't care what's going on uh, with Trump or what he's trying to do, but uh, it's not something I put much much thought into i don't know if i should but you know i've been through it before so Mm -hmm. where this where this ends up uh you know that's uh that's not going to happen even for years down the road
1: well that's good to know it's good to know from an expert like yourself in broadcast and and uh but hey i'm i don't know about you man but i'm ready to put the gloves on and and start uh, hitting some internet buttons
3: (laughs) yeah exactly i mean we we might have a problem with the influencers channel if that was the case so I'm not worried about it. My gloves are already on.
1: Uh, definitely. So let's talk about uh, some of the hosts and the people that are locked in and, and that we have sure. to expect on the Influencers Channel.
3: Well, the Influencers Channel is going to cover all kinds of topics. Everything from speaking, consulting, to relationships, uh, music, uh, celebrity talk in Hollywood, health and wellness, current events, beauty, indie vision. I mean, we have somebody from every every influencer position that's going to be a part of the channel. I didn't want this channel just to be uh, a, a lot of consultants or a lot of speakers. I wanted mm-hmm, to kind
2: of, mm-hmm.
3: you know, go the gambit of, you know, what people want to listen to and what, what people want to hear, uh, and that's still, like, relevant in top, uh, top knowledge that people want to know. Mm-hmm,
1: so, right. go. go ahead. Jinx (laughs) one two three five hundred ten ten. Right, right, right. (laughs) Uh, I noticed that you brought in uh, uh, Scott C. Brown, uh, my producer. Uh, He has a he has a show, Um, and my 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 boy, uh, my brother from another mother, um, Morris Hayes, uh, you know, Prince's music director. Um, and, and even, even, you know, Twitter influencers with 5 million or more, you know, followers running for governor in Florida, you know, I, I brought you uh, angel, angel Rivera. I mean, that's what I'm loving, man, is, is, is the variety of influence. I mean, I, I, I gotta commend you too. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I give credit where credit's due. I brought in maybe four or five, maybe influencers on this thing, but, but you have really monitored and structured the variety of, of the, the content and the uh, the information that's going to go out. And you did a – Voice America did an amazing job on that.
3: Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, I give Allison a lot of credit, too, because between the both of you, uh, you brought some influencers that – I'll say this. I've known people for a long time. You know, we do tend to run in circles. We hadn't met each other until – recently, maybe November of last year, Mm -hmm. but we run in the same circles for a long time. So you talk about guys like James Dentley or Forbes Riley or Aaron Young. You know, some of these people I've known for 10 years, I've been up on stage where they've moderated, you know, asking me questions on behalf of whoever's putting on the event. So, you know, even Greg Reed, I mean, we go way back to where I've been to some of the events uh, for many, many years now. Uh, but now, as part of this influencer channel, you know, they have moved up the chain all the while and have put themselves in positions to where, you know, they are, to me, they're considered an influencer. They have the following to back it. Uh, and, you know, they, they've just gone to different levels in their careers. So, you know, when we talk about the type of influencers that we're going to have on the network you know, again, we run the gamut from the speakers to the celebrities to the health and nutrition to, like you were just saying with Scott, Scott Brown, uh, IndieVision talk, uh, which he just started a couple of weeks ago. So we've only had a handful of shows that have actually started uh, come the 1st of June, which is going to be the hard launch. And I say hard launch very delicately now. Simply because you and I both know that it takes a little while to get something mm-hmm. off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been moving right along, but it's been a little more difficult to put this channel together than some of my other channels.
1: Uh, Mainly be. So
3: uh, I I'll continue first. I would uh, say, so, <laughs>
1: so, um, La- ladies first. Go ahead. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, so so um the viewership and and I mean this thing just launching I, I'm curious to, to to know I mean obviously you would know the stats and I know this thing just happened but I mean just off of the name alone influencers channel, I would think that people would want to check out you know the beginning of this thing thing coming together. how's the how's the stats and stuff looking you know in the beginning
3: yeah stats right now uh, I just saw the first week uh, yesterday. Um, and they're a little delicate because, like I said, nobody started yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a majority of the launch. But with the following that uh, in total that everybody has, that's up to about 12 million. So oh, wow. if everybody starts working their program and doing what they're supposed to do in getting the promotion out there, mm-hmm. then we should have no problem generating five, I'd say five million people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I um Easy Talk Live started a little shy, but uh, now it's doing pretty well. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. No, you're averaging you're averaging very well. You had that you had one show that really tipped the scales, ah, uh, but you're steady, man. You're steady ten in growing.
1: Ten thousand listeners a month, and grow. I mean, that, you know, that's not an easy task. By the way, uh, the, the, a lot of work goes into that, and and, and thank you to all the fans for uh, for sharing it and stuff. And but I think when the when the show syndicates, because we're going to be on the Variety Channel, and it's also going to be syndicated to the uh, Influencers uh, Channel. I think when that starts happening, uh, I, I think it's safe to say we're going to. I mean, I'm just going to throw an estimate out there. I think we're going to be at twenty-five thousand, even fifty thousand a month. And it's gonna like really, really hit, but that's gonna be within like a three to six month period potentially, maybe even more. I mean, what do you think drives viewership and 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 uh, and and impressions on on the, the internet? Just Jeff? like
3: anything else, it's longevity. It's the key to being there consistently every single week. You know, you've got mm-hmm. There's this whole thing that goes on uh, when it comes to social media and. You know, YouTube and different uh, uh, platforms where people just go to visit content. When you go watch a funny video, okay, you've got, you know, 37 million 12 year olds going to look at this video. That's (laughs) that's one thing. You know, when you're talking about building a radio show with content and a purpose, that's a little more time, effort, uh, and promotion behind that to actually start gaining positive numbers into really uh, creating something that has that consistency and something we're going to be able to to grow. Now, I already know that, you know, we're getting 25 influencers uh, across the board from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Those are the influencer times, quote unquote. Uh, However, there will be other influencers, you know, surrounding. But that's the major time. Now, that's not going to hit huge numbers for at least six months. Uh, This may surprise me. I don't know. I hope it does. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say that we're going to need people to establish their programs, at least get 13 weeks in, and that's how we start all of our shows. It takes 13 weeks to see if a show is going to have any kind of legs. But 13 weeks, we'll see. And I know that out of these 25 Uh, spots, I'm going to be moving some people out because Mm. people that don't do their job are going to be gone and they're going to be replaced with other influencers.
1: Well, you know what I think... Go ahead. Please finish.
3: Nope, I finished.
1: Okay, no problem. (laughs) You know what I think is is on a branding perspective because this show is really a a lot about branding. I think that we're going to make this thing that brand that it's like if you get the chance to even say that you're a Voice America Influencers Channel host... That's gonna make you famous. You know what I mean? Be, be because that it's gonna be that station, that channel. I mean, you, you're talking about the power of EasyWave Speakers Coalition and Voice America combined. You know, to where you know if you if you just like I was saying, if you associate one brand to another brand, that's how you build build a brand just by being yep. next to that logo, influencers, channel, and having the picture. You know, I mean? yeah. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm i ag- I'm gonna agree with you here 100 percent because I was not even including. Help, you know. So yes, you get involved. I mean, Easy Way uh, stands behind this. Allison and her brand stands behind this, and then all other brands stand behind this. That is how we're going to grow to have the 25 million people plus that we're looking to have as part of this network.
1: Yeah, definitely, and and I, I know right now we have some some pretty serious brands that are uh, that are that are involved with us and that are following us, that are looking at us, and and we're getting a lot of attention on Easyway Tube, and uh, you know there is an, a Voice America Easyway Tube channel, uh, and and so the, the, a lot of different, uh, I mean there's the, the broadcast. I mean we have a channel on Voice Voice America TV as well, and and uh, you know it's all going well, but but the more the momentum hits, and and it's not just I want to remind everybody too, it's not just the broadcast, okay? There I think there's going to be events that will be revolving around this too and giveaways and opportunities and workshops and like let's talk about that jeff like what other things besides the radio show do you think will be revolving around this whole influencer channel
3: well you know you just hit it uh we will be creating events that will go along with some of the things we do we'll be doing uh charity uh type events uh we're thinking even you know, like golf events where, you know, we'll invite, you know, celebrities that'll come down and that people be able to come join. I mean, there's there's so much that can happen. And of course, you know, Voice America is known for its broadcasting and its training. And that's what separates us in the industry is the way we work with our clients. You mm-hmm. know, we're not a podcast operation. We're a network broadcast operation. So we mm-hmm. do things a lot different. So When I put you talked about partnerships earlier with Brian, Um, it is about the partnerships, you being a partner in this uh, influencers channel where you're the you're the event planner. You're the party guy. Actually, you're (laughs) the social media guy. Allison's the event gal, uh, but you know how to do it, too. So
1: (laughs) thank you and you know you you, you mentioned the uh, the the celebrity golf uh, tournament it sounded like you know, maybe an in- I mean that, I, I'm like picturing that that's gonna be cool an influencers channel golf tournament and and you have the whole voice and you know I got to say too I love how voice America does the setup where I mean they they come out proper on an event I got a chance to see it at the California Women's conference yeah. uh, it's, it's no joke it really is no no joke and 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 how the setup is how many people are there how much equipment is there and and how quality every everything sounds uh, you know, speaking of golf, Jeff, what's your, what's your golf score? Are you a pretty good golfer? <laughs> be, be honest.
3: Uh, let me see. Okay. I need, I need a pretty good handicap, uh, right now. Years ago, <laughs> I lived next to a golf course. So I, my game was pretty good way back in the, uh, the teen years, but now, uh, give me a snowman and I'm good to go.
1: <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so Jeff, the people that are, uh, and guys, remember you are listening right now to the CEO and founder himself. That's been in broadcast for what? 30 years, 30 plus years more. 25. Okay. Okay, yeah, 25, 25, 30, something. Uh, <laughs> Your yeah, sure.
3: number doesn't matter anymore.
1: You are listening to someone that's, that, that, that is the one that makes the decisions here, and so take advantage of this. Uh, you know, so, so how would one get involved, Jeff, if they want to get a show on Voice America, if they want to get a platform, if they want to be involved in the influencers channel and do it the easy way?
3: Well, to separate the uh, the question out, uh, if to do a show on Voice America, we've got eight different channels. So if it's a business show, if it's a health show, if it's a women's show, there's different types of program we do. Uh, We'll work with anybody as long as you make it through the vetting process. Influencers Channel is a little bit different. Uh, You have to have a certain number of years in your profession. You have to have a certain number of followers to what it is uh, that you do and who you are. Uh, You know, the trained profession that you're in. It has to make sense to the topics that we're looking to put on that channel. So there is a, you can reach out to me at any point in time with any type of show, and I will talk to you about it, and I will let you know where it belongs, where you fit, where you fall, uh, and we can talk about it. Then. So you can absolutely call me, talk to me anytime.
1: There it is, guys. So if you're interested in getting a show in any way with Voice America and getting, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm, this is me telling you this, guys. Sure. It is a powerful platform. It is a door opener. It is a company opportunity door opener. Everybody wants to be on air. Everybody wants to be on media. A lot of the deals that I close, that Easy Way closes, is in, involved with media and and being on a platform that's been around for 25 something years. One, of, I think you guys were one of the uh, first live linear networks, right?
3: Yeah, we actually were it's uh, we've been broadcasting straight for 18 years now we started this thing in 1999 we were the very first live internet radio broadcasting company
1: there it is. There it is. So I mean, this is a powerful platform. If you're interested in getting in, uh, getting involved, getting a show, uh, and, and even maybe even doing sales for the for the for the company, if you're interested in getting involved in any way, you can text uh, five five six seven eight. Text the number five five six seven eight to the uh, to letters E Z W A Y, uh, no spaces, or uh, email easytalklive at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, hit, hit us up. You know, we definitely want to hear from you. And we we want to keep growing this thing. And, and it, it really is a, a big... A big, big platform, and it's 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 worked wonders for us. So I hope that you guys, uh, you know, think about doing it yourself. Even if you, even if you've never even thought about doing radio, even if you've never thought about getting involved with 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 any type of uh, uh, broadcast platform, you should think about it because it becomes a platform that one can make you money, two can also brand you, three can open up opportunities. When you're in an event, tell me if you agree with this, uh, uh, Jeff. I, I agree if with you're, everything. If you're in an event and, and you meet somebody and, and it may be somebody that maybe you wonder how you could network with them or, or get with them because a lot of people may you know, approach that particular person and it's hard to get to them. But if you come to them and say, hey, I'm going to network with five million something listeners a month. I have a show. I'd love to have you on my show. That's going to really kind of open the possibilities for your networking a lot more than if you didn't have that platform and, and you wanted to network.
3: Agreed. And, you know, there's just so many people out there that have something to say, you know, whether you've done a radio show or not, I think it's funny. I, you know, I've worked with uh, George Lucas, okay, back in 2002. here's a guy that, that put Star Wars together, you know, and I was so shocked when it happened, but. You know, they came to me. Yeah, I was going to say the
1: name sounds familiar.
3: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it came to me because they were starting an educate. They were, had an educational foundation. They were going to launch a magazine. They wanted to utilize uh, internet radio as a promotional tool. Uh, what started off on thirteen weeks turned into two and a half years. And they were so busy by the, by the two and a half year mark that they couldn't do the show anymore. And then uh, you got a guy like Joe Smith, who's a financial advisor, never even thought about having a radio show, who I had to walk all the way through step by step. Uh, didn't even have an idea of what he wanted to talk about. But Joe did two and a half years and wrote three books and became a, a, a New York Times bestseller. So wow. these are things that happen, you know, when you take that chance, like the, uh, like the commercial, the promo for the show tells you. Take that yeah. chance, the intestinal fortitude.
1: And, and speaking of show, guys, definitely check out Finding Your Frequency uh, on the Voice America channel. Uh, Jeff and, and Ryan uh, Treasure do a great show uh, that really taps into finding your frequency, exactly what, what the what the title says. And uh, you got a book and you got your website. So, Jeff, uh, we got to get to our, our, our Easy Way fam uh, spotlight segment, uh, but I'd definitely love for you to promote your uh, your website and your show and whatever else that you might want to promote.
3: Yeah, go to go to com. You can see all that I do from consulting to buying a book. Uh that's the only thing I'll promote here. Eric you do a great job with your show. Uh get ready for the influencers channel guys because it's going to be massive.
1: Oh, and, and and that note, I'm out. There it is. And and uh d- I, we'll we'll just save it for the next time jeff cuz we're 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 always talking and and the, I was going to talk about the party i know there's a big launch or something happening with the influencer channel if you want to talk about that real quick there's you know is, no, is you and i
3: need to, you and i need to discuss that anyway so we'll talk about that uh, after the show
1: well, there it is. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jeff. And uh, guys, you're listening to Easy Talk Live on Voice America World Talk Radio Network, the Variety Channel, and soon to be syndicated on the Influencers Channel. And our last segment, we're going to be bringing on Jason Span. Now, guys, I, tell, I told you that it's all about you guys. I mean, we do everything we do to engage with you guys, to help you guys. And, and so what we wanted to do is create the segment that is going to say thank you for your sharing, for your engaging, for you pressing the like button, for you, uh, you know, tuning into the live streams and, and showing that you really care and that you are EasyWay fam. And so this particular EasyWay fam member has been with us for 10 years, to five years. I don't know. He's just been around all the time. And I've never actually met him in person, but I know him from Facebook. And I mean, he's been going hard on sharing our stuff. So we brought him on as the EasyWay fam spotlight guest. Welcome to the show, Jason Span. Hello, can you hear me? That was like the best intro ever. And hey, welcome to the show, Jason. <laughs> I'm 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 glad that you're able to make it. And so let's get right into it, Jason. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, and why you decide to support Easyway.
7: Well, first of all, I'd like to say I appreciate sharing the platform with all your amazing guests, man. It's been really inspirational. Um, what I do is, I guess you could say I'm a promoter. But, you know, that's being kind of narrow in the sense of what I really do. What I really wanted to come on and talk to today, and I appreciate the opportunity, is a show that I've put together by the name of Club Love. And what it is, it's a showcase for musical artists to actually get the opportunity to perform in front of our audience, because allowing listeners to actually see you perform, there's magic in that. Sometimes that can turn somebody who might just hear your music and not be particularly interested to where they see you perform it, and now they want it. And I'd like to provide that opportunity to artists.
1: Well, there it is. Okay, so I remember you telling me about this about five years ago, I think it was, and I remember when you were first coming up with that with that, with the concept. And so Club Love is a great, great name. So paint us pictures for us. Walk us through the show. What's the show going to be about?
7: Well, from the venue's perspective, if they want their spot to really be shown in its best possible light. What we do easy is a lot like what you do. Ironically is we help people showcase themselves in the best possible light. A venue. It could be a club. It could be a spa. It could be a bed and bath. If they want their venue spotlighted, if they want a promotional virtual tour through their place of business with an interview of the proprietor, to let everybody know what the itinerary is, there we can provide provide that for them, and at the same time, rock their spot like they've never believed.
1: Okay, so it's it's kind of like a show and a promoter service combined.
7: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Okay, so uh, I, I know that we have uh, I mean, we did email blast this to to most one of our one of our bigger databases. Um, and I know that uh, there are a couple venue owners uh, that are on that database. So definitely, um if you guys are listening right now and, and it's something that you're you're interested. so so walk us through the service. If I'm a venue owner and and i I own a lounge uh, slash bar slash club, um, you know, why am I wanting to get involved with Club Love? How is it going to benefit me?
7: Because what you're actually doing is you are inviting a mobile show, which is Club Love, which is going to feature the spotlighted spotlighted artist of the night. We're going to interview the proprietor of the establishment so that he can give everybody a really good feel as far as what the vibe of his spot is what's happening on a particular night he can just let everybody know the whole menu as far as his business is concerned we'll show the dance floor to show how people are really vibing in his spot and we will really give people it'll be like the people are there we will bring his establishment home for people
1: interesting so so do you have any examples of this already are you still shooting it
7: We're about to shoot the first one in six weeks. We have a venue that has agreed, and we're very excited about it.
1: Awesome! Well, I'd also like to uh, to introduce or uh, to invite you to uh, come do your club love show uh, at at one of the bigger bigger events that uh, we're we're going to be involved with. Uh, It's called the Spirit Summit. It's at the uh, Sheraton Hotel on June June seventeenth. And uh, we'll be hosting a panel there with uh, the the Speakers Coalition and uh, an Icon. And there's going to be some very high level people there. I'm sure there'll be some people that own venues and things like that. So if you guys can, I, inter- like to come out can or- I
7: interrupt? Can Can I interrupt you for a minute? Easy. You're going to make me scream. Okay.
1: <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, go go for it. It, it. Don't don't be too close to the microphone when you do it. If you, if you really gotta let it out, man, go go ahead. And maybe the fans will Here scream with you. Here we go.
8: Ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know you know I mean easy way is all about opening opportunities and and we want to and w- when we say we want to say thank you for being supportive we're, we're, we're serious about it and and if we can support it in any way then uh, we def- definitely want to and I know you've been a, b- a very loyal supporter for for a very long time and uh you know' you've, you've told a lot of people I mean we we are who we are because of you guys spreading the word and and we wanted to to provide a thank you and we happen to have the power of the airways we happen to have the power of the media we having the power of influence and celebrities and a lot of things that we can do now so we definitely want to give back and, and uh, you can tell everybody how much fun you had so uh, you know, talk to your crew and, and we'll, we'll uh, maybe promote that you guys will be involved with that event um, and uh, I think you guys will enjoy yourself for sure you do some great interviews with some great people and it should give you a good jump start good, uh, good boost uh, of content that you can use to pitch to these venues
7: that's tremendous easy we appreciate it like you wouldn't believe we all, I also have an EP that's going to be hitting the airways very soon. And um, there's a lot of good things that I'm looking forward to as we enter the summer and on into the holiday season.
1: Great. Well, definitely, uh, if I would have known, I would have said, uh, you know, send us your music. We would have we played it. So we got three more minutes left, guys, until, until close. So I'm going to let you go, Jason. Do you want to say anything to your friends or families or any, any, you know, website? Anything else?
7: I'd like to say that it's been a blast doing it the easy way. And I really appreciate this opportunity, man. It's time to make it happen.
1: Definitely, man. Hashtag Easy Way. Hashtag Easy Way, fam. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for coming on, guys. Jason Span, look him up. It's Jason, just the way it sounds, and then S P A N N on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Definitely check him out, follow him. Um, so you've been a great uh, Easy Way fam spotlight guest, and definitely help spread the word. We appreciate you. Tell everybody to text Easy Way, letter E, letter Z. W A Y to the number five five six seven eight, and you guys can subscribe to what we got going on. So, guys, our next show—oh my gosh, I can't even tell you who the guest is, but it is incredible. We try to keep it moving. Uh, we we have our app that you can download. It's easywaymobile.com, letter e, letter z, W A Y M I M O B I L E, easywaymobile.com. Everything that we got going on is on that app. It also is a like uh, Jason said, is a showcase. Tool. It's a showcase platform. It was made to help showcase you guys and promo you guys. Definitely check it out. Everything we have is on there. My website is ericzoulli.com, E-R-I-C-Z-U-L-E-Y.com. We're creeping on uh close to twenty thousand a month, I believe, last time we looked at the stats. And that all depends on the content that is uh involved with it. But uh definitely we we try to keep that moving. And an easy way media dot com is the is the platform the 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 portal where we everything that we have is on that platform and if you text in the uh 55678 five, the easy way you'll you'll get all of that and uh guys this is easy talk live we are open for anybody that wants to be involved in the show uh there's there's paid spots and there's also advertising spots there's p- p- the spots that you can win and uh you know we we're, we're here to connect you guys i mean we're here to help help influencers engage with their fans celebrities engage with their fans and fans engage with the celebrities we are the middleman that I, somebody said we i was like the digital middleman in fact oh you know what? you guys got to check out the uh, cold heat news blog cold heat news put me out there they said i'm a digital dick clark and they are literally posting and like following my career. It's, it's pretty crazy. So go check out coldheatnews.com. Um, I'm on the on the homepage, the front page, and uh, it's a great uh, little article they put out. And uh, my blog is blog.com if you want to stay tuned. But everything's on the ericsulliblog.com site. And, guys, this has been a lot of fun. I love hanging out with you guys every Saturday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on Easy Talk Live, Voice of America World Talk Radio. And I am your host, Eric Zulli. Hopefully you had fun. Hopefully you enjoyed my little rap. And if you guys want to battle with me, it's cool. Hit us up at Easy talk live at gmail.com I love you guys and we will be back next week keep doing it the easy way hashtag easy way